Welcome to For Your Success with Katie Horner, an inspiring program about overcoming the I'm too small mindset, redefining success, and growing your lifestyle business legacy without fear. Bienvenido. Welcome. This is episode 16 of the For Your Success podcast, and we are still challenging the comparison mindset and teaching that you're never too small to have an influence, follow your dreams, or build a successful online business. I'm your host, Katie Horner, and we would ask that if you enjoyed today's show, that you please subscribe and share it with your friends. It's going to be quite entertaining. All of the links and notes for the show can be found at bloggingsuccessfully.com forward slash 016. Today's resource highlight is ConvertKit. This is the number one email service provider for entrepreneurs, and it's the one that I personally use at bloggingsuccessfully.com. ConvertKit allows you to customize and streamline your subscribers' experience in ways that no other email service does. This helps you serve your readers better, it helps you retain them longer, and it turns them into loyal fans. You can get all the details at bloggingsuccessfully.com slash ConvertKit. In episode 15, we talked with Eva Baker, a teenpreneur who is doing some truly amazing things. And next week, we're going to hear from a mom who's had some pretty hard knocks, but has found what it takes to stand up again and be successful. Today's guest, though, is a very special Southern grandmother who's rocking it with her e-commerce business and hugely entertaining Facebook page. If you've ever wanted a fairy godmother with purple hair and the courage to dance on Facebook Live each Friday, look no more. The host of Lipstick, Margaritas, and Hairspray Facebook page and the ScatteredSasha.com says her page of over 245,000 followers is a tribe of glitter dome goddesses who lift each other up and hang around to laugh, inspire, and support one another. She claims that she just drives the bus and runs the gift shop. But I can see you smiling already as I introduce you to the fabulous Sasha Gray. All right, welcome, Sasha, to the For Your Success podcast. I'm so excited to have you with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here, too. I mentioned in the introduction about your website and your, your awesome Facebook page. I'd love for you to share with our audience how you got started. How does a, how does a grandmother working from home get into you know, a, a business that can build such a tremendous following on, on, online and on Facebook? Well, I say that I have an accidental business. (laughs) What happened was I was working in corporate America, as so many of us have done, and they were pretty much sucking my soul dry. So I stopped that process, just walked away, and I did some direct sales, did a little part-time work, did some direct sales. And then I knew what I wanted to do more than anything was... um, motivational speaking, motivational humor. So I started that and I did that and and I was successful at it. I live in a small town, so I had to travel outside of uh, the state typically. And I, at the time I had a four and five year old, not two, she was four and then she was five (laughs) year old granddaughter that we raised. So what would happen was my mom would go with me or my mom would keep her Uh, My husband travels for business still, so I was able to go and do that. But several things happened at the same time. My mom got sick, the child turned five and started kindergarten, and my husband still traveled. Now, I'll tell you, the school system is very particular about attendance. (laughs) They they want them there like every day. Yeah. What is it with that? (laughs) I know. 
So I had to stop the traveling and therefore I'd stop the business. So, you know, things happen. Um, I was caring for my mom, got them moved up here. They at the time were living like about a hundred miles away. And I just started, I, I mean, I, I'm a writer at heart. So I started the blog and this is almost five years ago. It was, it was June, 2012. So I started the blog and I still wanted to write funny things. And I started the Facebook page because I liked to have a little bit of sarcasm thrown in there, some humor. And it kind of grew a little bit. It grew organically. But what happened about, I don't know, 10 months later was I said, you know, I really need some money here. (laughs) I need to buy tequila. I need to pay for my telephone. I just need some money. So how can I make this transit into an income producer? Well, I decided that I would buy some cups and put one of my sayings on them and sell them at a vendor event. Because remember, this is almost five years ago, so Facebook wasn't the commerce thing that it is now. Mm-hmm. So I went to this event. It was an outside event. It was in spring, and it rained all day. I didn't sell one single cup. Mm. So I said, well, I know what my friends and family are going to get for the next 10 years for Christmas and birthdays. But... <laughs> I said, maybe I'll just throw them on my Facebook page. At the time, I had about 15,000 folks who were following. And so I threw them up there without any planning or thoughts. I just put a picture of them on there and said, send me a message if you want to buy one. And they did. They, I sold like 15 or 20 in the first 15 minutes. And I said, hmm, mm. <laughs> perhaps this is something I should look into. And I was clueless. I didn't know about shipping. I didn't know about packaging. I didn't know about taking payments. So I really scrambled for good several months to figure that out. And I was selling cups like crazy. Again, this is before uh, Facebook introduced the lovely algorithm and and kind of changed the the playground, if you will. But I was selling cups like crazy. And it took me a, a good six months to really get a handle on how this was all supposed to work. Uh, So you fast forward and I have continued to build my Facebook page by posting funny, um, shareable content and by engaging with my audience. You know, I'm I'm just like they are. And I think that's pretty huge when you think about it is people want to relate to and resonate with someone that's just like them. A lot of times I'll get messages. Well, I didn't know that happened to anybody else or thank gosh you said that that happened to me too. And I think that's very important to, to continue that community feel. And that's what I think has driven people to my page is uh, a real person, a down home, real person. I get that a lot. That you're just a real person just like us. And, and I think that's what's important in mine. Hmm. And for our listeners, when Sasha is talking about having grown her Facebook page, she has gone from 15,000 to about 240,000 followers on her Facebook page over the last five years. So um, she really does have a corner on (laughs) growing (laughs) Facebook through being real and sharing that humor. So check out her Facebook page. It is called Lipstick Margaritas and Hairspray, (laughs) and you will be in for a treat there. So um, how, how long do you think it took you from getting started with the Facebook page and the blog um, to realize that this was going to be a full-time viable business from home? Longer than it should. Perhaps I'm a slow learner. Uh, I mean, that's not 100%. I mean, I knew I wanted it to be. I really wanted it to be. And in the beginning, when I started selling cups like crazy. I'm like, hey, this could work. I mean, I was literally selling a couple hundred cups a month. And that was that was great. And then 
I thought, well, this could really work. I could, this could be a living. And then the algorithm changed. So everything kind of went backwards. Mm -hmm. And I, I started having to, I hate to say work for it, but, but the strategy had to change. Right. I had to completely revamp the way I, I um, marketed the business. So it took a little while to, to get back to that point. But I think it, once I did the initial first post on there and said, hey, maybe somebody wants to buy this, I knew at that moment that it was possible. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't there yet after the algorithm changed, but I, I knew it was possible, and I just had to figure out the way. So, I, you know, a good 10 months before I got to that point mm -hmm. from the time I started. Hmm. And as you're getting all this started, because all of this is new, and like you said, you had to learn how to mm -hmm. do the payments and the, the shipping and all of that, taxes that go in with selling a real product. Um, how Did you face any discouragement or, or setbacks along the way? Can you share some of those stories maybe and how you overcame them? Initially, when I put that first cup up there and they sold, you know, sold whatever I sold, I, because I hadn't planned, it was, it was such a, oh, let's just do this moment. I <laughs> lost money on the first ones because shipping, I had no idea. So I went to Walmart and bought boxes, which were too big and said, oh, this will work. And you know, it, it cost, it made the postage be higher. It was priority mail. And then, so that was immediately, I said, oh, snap. So I have just done this great thing, but now I'm actually losing money on it because I didn't know what I was doing. So that was discouraging, but it made me be more intentional, 100%. Mm -hmm. um, and then as, you know, as, as things change, as the, the river flows and changes with, with Facebook, because that's where all my marketing is, and they change things sometimes daily. It is discouraging sometimes when you don't have any idea what's not, why it's not working. What's what worked before all of a sudden isn't working now because of some change you're unaware of. And it it really makes you do a lot of trial and error and say, mm -hmm. hey, let me see if this works better. And it made me scale down. I will try much smaller. Um, launches. I don't order a hundred of anything usually. I order maybe 20 of something and see how it goes. Uh, if they sell out in an hour, well, I get on the phone with my vendor and say, hey, I need like a hundred of those. Or if I still have <laughs> the flask that didn't sell real well, over here in the corner, they're like Christmas presents. So I've learned to uh, start slower maybe on some things until I, unless I have a really great idea or I think I have a really great idea of what people are going to like, and you never truly have a great idea of what people are going to like. You maybe think you do, uh -huh. but it's never for sure. <laughs> uh, and what about what about the limiting beliefs? I know all of us have those. Um, talk a little bit about maybe something that that specifically that you had to overcome about maybe your your own self and, and being in business as opposed to a speaking business, you know, now you're in the online world. Sure. I think it goes back to just being so out of my element. It was still relatively new and I didn't have that coworker, that boss, my real life friends, which sounds funny to say, had no idea about what happened in the online world and there weren't at the time that I knew of groups that I could go and say hey how do you do this so it was truly a let's see if this worked kind of thing while you try and figure it out so often I mean even in the, within the last year somebody has said well why don't you do this I'm like I didn't even know that existed <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love to do that but I didn't know it existed so what my 
standard reply has has been multiple times when talking with other entrepreneurs that are just starting out or trying to figure it out. It's it, it's not that that we don't know the answers. It's that we don't know the questions. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what they are. So that would be. A, I know we didn't. This isn't where this was directed, but reach out and ask those folks that are above you in business and below you in business and and the same level of you you are as business for what ask them for help what are they doing how are they doing is this working for you do you know about this and share that information too because so often there's not a rule book out there for online entrepreneur you know Mm -hmm. Um, and there's just so many pieces of it that you don't know about right right and I know I uh, I have a group for um, bloggers, Paradise Bloggers on Facebook, mm-hmm. and then we also have our, our paid membership group for women mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. But talk a little bit about um, some of the places where you have found that entrepreneurial camaraderie or that support mm-hmm. group. Where What are some things that you would recommend or some groups that you would recommend to others? The Boss Moms group led by Dana Malstaff has just been phenomenal for me. It has uh, been a great source very open, giving, uh, free with their information and knowledge members. And so that's key. You know, I'm a member of a lot of different groups and I get different things from different groups. But if you had to pick just one, it would be the Boss Moms group. Um, But there are a lot out there. And I would suggest that you simply go to the groups and list or, or Google or not Google, but go to the groups and search for Boss Moms or Entrepreneurial or those kinds of things and explore different ones. You're not going to be a fit in all of them. Um, and, and feel free to leave the ones that don't uh, benefit you or that you're mm-hmm. not giving a, a productive member of because they're, you know, that they want that as well. Um, but like I said, I'm a member of several, uh, but Boss Moms is the one I would, I would choose. Are there any specifically related to online commerce? Um, I know I'll, I'll, you're, you're one of the first um, guests that we've had on our show so far that, that specifically sells physical products. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering if there are any specific resources you have that, that help um, or that you've learned from as far yeah. as the, the online physical product selling. I'm sure there are groups specifically for that. I think of um, the Wake to Make tribe of um, Lila and Zach Higgins, the Higgins Collective um, is one that they are makers is the term they use and so that's a, an excellent one both digital but but more on the line of products mm-hmm. um, but not I have not researched or joined anything that was specifically only for product based things I'm quick on the on the watch for those people who post in the groups I'm in when they ask about that and we talk about that, mm-hmm. uh, which is how I learned what drop ship was. It's a funny story. Someone, I was talking about shipping and how, how challenging it was and someone said, why don't you drop ship? And I was like, well, if I knew what that, what that was, I would. <laughs> because again, I came from corporate America and then uh-huh. I was in the speaking. Well, I never needed to drop ship anything. I didn't know that drop ship existed. Uh-huh. So it goes back to that. It's not that you don't know the answers, it's you don't know the questions. Right. And there may be someone listening listening right now who says what does dropship mean? Okay, well let me share it with you. I pre before dropship, <laughs> I would search for and I'd get an idea, I'd want to make this product, I would search for a vendor, I would find a vendor, we'd negotiate what's the minimum I can buy and still be able to afford it and still be able to sell it at a profit and frequently it's a hundred of whatever. So I would buy those and you just really, you know, you're crossing your fingers and you're saying, I really hope these sell. 
Dropship is where the company takes that on for you, and they do it a piecemeal. For example, um, you order one, and they actually ship it out for you to the customer in in your branding. Um, your profit is not as high. However, you don't have the risk of not selling those hundred of whatever you bought. Mm-hmm. And it is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> And they still, I mean, the thing I always do is if I have a new dropship company, I have them send me, I order one for me so I can check and see how it looks, what it looks like. Take your pictures. Take the pictures. I want to see what the outside the box looks like. I want to see what the inside the box looks like. I want to see how it arrives and all of those things because it's, it's got my name on it. Uh Uh-huh. Huh. Very good. Very good. So, um... What what is your big goal right now, Sasha, with your business? When you're looking at your your long term, um, and then how does that how does that play into your unique definition of success going forward? In March, I launched my it's not really my first course, but it's the first one like this. I had done some Facebook specific courses, digital courses, webinars, if you will. But in March, I launched the Forever Fabulous Journey, which was a six-month journey. It's fueled by caffeine and laughter. It's sprinkled with some sass and some sarcasm and a whole lot of love to get you through those barriers that you put up on yourself to get to a more self-confident you. So I launched that in March, and uh, the doors closed for that March 15th. It's a six-month journey. But I have been so thrilled with that item, that product, that course, for lack of a better word, that I know that's the path I need to take. I struggled to figure out how to get back to the motivational humor speaking without going on the road, which is really tough (laughs) because I live in such a small town. And this was the answer. So I'm able to share it online thanks to the World Wide Web and Facebook. And I know that that's the direction I want to go. So there will be you know, fabulous, forever fabulous too. And then I will relaunch the first course again later this summer. So a whole new set of enrollees can go through that as well. Um, I feel very led to do that. Um, it is, it has where my, it's where my heart is. It's what my uh, goals are is to create that whole journey for people that makes them feel better about themselves. The book is also always on my list. <laughs> <laughs> the book that you're going to write, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's yeah. several started. I just need to. They're, they're, they're uh, fiction, funny, uh, mysteries, humor. They're, there's no Pulitzer Prizes. There's no literary great masterpieces. These are beach reads, weekend reads that <laughs> just make you laugh and uh, kind of be hokey and campy. So if you like that kind of thing, you know, it would be perfect. But those are... Those looking for a literary mind may want to skip them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Sasha, tell us, what is your definition of success? You know, waking up every day and at the end of that day, feeling like you survived another day. And, and that sounds really simplistic, but... There are so many things going on with everybody. Everybody has their own personal trauma. Everybody has wins and losses and so many things happening that sometimes just to get through it unscathed is an accomplishment. So if you can, at the end of the day, look back on that day and say, yep, this was a good one. Uh, You know, I was happy. I didn't cry or I cried less than the day before. Um, I felt successful in whatever my to-do list 
had me doing and I got to comp, uh, cut, rock, mark something off. Um, to me, that's huge. Uh, and that's kind of where that journey tries to lead people as well. I also would love to have a, enough income to not worry about the things that typically you worry about when you don't have enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't need uh, a mansion on the on the hill or any of those things, but just to be comfortable. And I think when you can combine those two things, then you, for me, that that's success for me. Hmm. Very good. Well, Sasha Gray has been our guest today, and you can find her at scatteredsasha.com. And enjoy additional humor and insights from her on her Facebook page, Lipstick, Margaritas, and Hairspray. Sasha, do you have any parting remarks for us today as we close out this episode? I would just say um, continue. Don't give up. You know, I'm old when I started this. I'm almost 54. And older than than most of those folks out there that are hustling and trying to figure out where to go. Uh, I would say do it anyway. And and if you're going to screw up, because we know you are, okay, let's accept that fact, <laughs> okay? If you're going to make a mistake, do it anyway, and then learn from that mistake, and then go do it the way you, you want to do it the next time. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Thank you so much for being with us, Sasha. We really enjoyed your insights today. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it. People ask me a lot which email service provider I use. So let me tell you about ConvertKit and why I wish I'd switched to ConvertKit sooner. In ConvertKit, every subscriber counts as one subscriber and I'm only billed by the subscribers I have, not by the amount of lists they're on. One subscriber can be on multiple lists and still count as one subscriber. I can also have multiple opt-ins for each list without having to create a separate uh, list for each opt-in that I want to create for my website. I can have sequences set up very easily and quickly. I can tag people based on actions that they take right within the email. I can resend an email. If I didn't get enough opens, I can uh, edit the email and resend it to the people who did not open, giving them a second chance. I also love that I have um, analytics right in the forms. I can tell how many people opted into that specific form. And I can also um, tag them um, based on the form, I love the integrations that this does. It integrates with AWeber, with WooCommerce, with a hundred other things. Uh, it integrates with lead pages. And I, you know how much I love lead pages, right? So this is just an awesome program. If you want to, to streamline and customize the email experience that your readers are getting, you definitely want to check out ConvertKit. Bloggingsuccessfully.com forward slash ConvertKit will get you all the information you need. Thanks for listening to the For Your Success podcast with Katie Horner, presented by bloggingsuccessfully.com. For show notes and links to the resources mentioned in today's episode, visit www.foryoursuccesspodcast.com. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you've found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? 
I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, Just Pay Shipping, at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage, and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.